What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Water Pod, man. It's another night, another great one. Um, excited about this podcast. We got a special guest in here tonight. Um, I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly what she got going on because I've been trying. I, I read it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to save it for the podcast so I can feel like I'm still being inquisitive. And uh, I want to learn with y'all, so we're going to learn together. But I, I get the gist of it, man. She's got a lot of great things going on. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to know her, man. She's uh, become a friend of mine. Uh, she's the better half of a lifelong friend of mine. So uh, without further ado, Dom. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So, um, like I said, we'll get into everything and uh, the business you started, which I'm, I was super intrigued by, you know what I mean? I mean, I know I was saying uh, being facetious and lighthearted with the intro, but <laughs> I did, I have read the articles and follow what you do, and I'm like, I, I, I got an idea of what's going on, but I definitely want to get into that. But uh, first of all, what's your name? Where are you from? Well, my name is Dominique Morgan. All right. <laughs> I'm originally from Boston, but I moved down to Charleston in 2018, I think it was. Yeah. So going on five years now, and I just randomly, I was sick of the snow, sick of people. <laughs> I literally was like, I want to be warmer, but I don't want to be in Florida because everybody goes there. I don't want to be in Atlanta because everybody goes there. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a video on YouTube about Charleston. I said, I heard this is nice. I guess I'll move there. And I just quit my job and moved like the next wow. month. Yeah, that's really cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to ask you what you think about Charleston because I'm a <laughs> born bred Charleston uh. boy. So it'd be like if you asked me what I think about Boston after only being there for a couple of years and then I say something that you don't like. <laughs> but but I've always uh, I've always loved Boston. I mean, I hate y'all's team sometimes. Why? You know what I mean. But I do like Boston. I pull. For, I mean, I pulled for y'all when y'all had the big three because I was yeah, yeah. Garnett fan. Because where's Garnett from? <laughs> exactly. South yeah. Carolina. So, but uh, yeah, I did. I, I do like Boston. How and I I can understand it's cold. And then you mentioned like tired of people and you know everything I know of Boston. I, I don't. I always look at it as cool as an outsider, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like I look at it as like people who are kind of brash, forward, and if you grow up in the South, like everything I've ingested of Boston is like people who are just real frank and like the South's kind of not like that. Like, oh, you look good, honey, but Boston's like, that fucking haircut's stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to butcher the accent, but... But that's how it is. It's like that, you know, yeah. like it's all just like ball. But it's kind of like got that New York vibe where it's just like people. Yeah. People just like, let's cut the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, let's. Yeah. You know, is that been your experience from moving up there to down here? Is South Carolina feel more hospitable or. It definitely does. Not really. Um, and by people, I don't mean like, you know, all of Boston. It's just my own personal. I was just sick of people. Mm. But. And Boston is definitely just in the north in general, like New York and stuff. It's just like, okay, like, let's go. We got to go. So when I came down here and people like, oh, hey, how you doing? And saying how I'm just like, why are you talking to me? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, when I started working um, at the first job I had down here and I'd be at work like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. And they're like, you know, you can relax. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go so fast. Right. I'm uh, like, well, we got to hustle. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean by that because it's kind of like with my job, like once I switch jobs and I I come from like a industrial, not Mm -hmm. an industrial plant, but a, you know, doing marble and granite countertops and stuff. I used to work at a big company and it was just like, like all the time and da, 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 da. And then, um, 
I moved over and it was like like you said, everybody's like, you gotta slow down. Like we gotta stretch, we gotta stretch yeah. this job out for a few days. Like this, and I've heard that from a lot of people that move from up north to south, just a lot slower. Like yeah. I, you gotta learn to be like patient and yeah. just be like, yeah, everything's <laughs> going to happen. Just let it happen. You never know what's going to happen in between. Yeah. But when I was like uh, in in New York, when I was a kid, I went up to New York and. Um, yeah they're different like you yeah. like you try to hold the door and people like take offense to it almost or it's like yeah. dude just get the fuck out of the way i'll get the door myself like you're taking too long you know and then uh we were so we were um i was in like a advanced class or whatever mm-hmm. uh, it was called ace back in the day or whatever yeah. and the whole eighth grade or seventh grade class went to the seventh and eighth grade classes out of that went to like it was a dope trip now that i think back on it i wish i would have been like more into it i was just didn't really understand the gravity younger you don't really yeah i think i was like 12 maybe 13 Mm -hmm. you know so like i was joking and talking to the girls and doing all that (laughs) dumb shit but uh we went to like the monticello we went to the liberty bell we went everything from on the east coast from charleston all the way up to Mm -hmm. new york and back we hit like the big landmarks dc and but in new york we were like sitting on the steps of the smithsonian waiting to go in like because they're gathering everybody Mm -hmm. up and um I, we had like a tennis ball we were just like throwing it back and forth or whatever and like one of my friends tried to throw it to me and it fell and it just like bounced a few times <laughs> and then it stopped it barely touched this lady's back it hit her in the back mm-hmm. and i was like oh like south carolina she, oh i'm sorry like uh, i didn't mean to throw that ball or whatever and the lady just looked at me picked it up and threw the shit across the street <laughs> Like, over a taxi, like, just threw it over the street and turned right back around reading her, like, reading her shit. It's like, no, we don't play that shit up here. Like, you, you, that's your ball. You take care of your fucking ball. You don't let it hit me. So, and it's probably, like, that's the thing about New York is not, like, what's dope or the, at least in my opinion, when Mm -hmm. I've looked at the North, it's just more eclectic, like. Yeah, definitely You know what I mean? It's, like, more diversity. It's, like. Not that it's not diverse down here, but it's just so many different, like, people. Yeah. It's Literally just, different people. Yeah, it's a different vibe up there. Because down here, like you said, there's diversity, but it's it's different from the north. Because down here, you know, you see diverse people, whatever, but then they all have southern accents. And I was like, that's tripping me out, because that's not <laughs> right. what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm used to people, like, speaking in their accents, like, from their, you know, their country or whatever, because that's how I grew up, you mm-hmm. know? It's in a, you know, multicultural neighborhood. So it's just coming down here. I'm like, okay, it's a little, you know, it's slower. It's a little different, but you know, it's warmer. So that's a plus. Right. (laughs) So I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I couldn't deal with up there is all that uh, snow and all that. No, no. No. I have a picture of my mom. Um, I think we showed Marcus. Um, She's, my mom's like five, three and we had to always shovel out the car and it was like a wall of snow. Mm. over her with a shovel and she's just a little tiny next to the car and just you know yeah couldn't get out the house you <laughs> open the no, door no, snow no. up to your chest i'm like yeah i'm not <laughs> oh my god i've lived here my whole life and it's snowed like four times maybe and yeah i'm not gonna say my age but that many years <laughs> lots of them and 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 when i say snow you would laugh you'd be like yeah it's not like i'm talking inches like 
two inches. Yeah, I was here you know when it I mean? snowed and it melted by like the afternoon. Yeah, no, like <laughs> there was only like since I've been alive, there was one snow that like was five or six inches, I think, and like mm. you could actually like real snow yeah. you could make. But I was only like two years old when that happened, and then like later on down the road. When I was in my teenage years, there was enough snow that, like, we were able to make, like, snowballs and snowmen, but our hands were just hurting because it was, like, it was melting your hands because it wasn't, like, it's not real snow, like you said. It's, like, ice. It's, like, a slurry, and then they shut the damn bridges down, and, like, I can't imagine coming from up there and, like, coming down here and seeing, like, a snow because you're probably, like, these people are crazy. They're, like, driving their cars into ditches. Yeah. The, the bridges are shut down like yeah the it don't make no night. sense i'm like it's just it's ice get some damn salt like just get it like every time you yeah. know this is gonna happen because y'all been through it before get some damn salt yeah y'all it's like not, y'all live know. by the damn ocean y'all got salt water right there yeah. spray some of that shit on there and do something something yeah. like god but it's the south like we we slow it down we're like what do you mean? We're taking work off for the week. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, we're going. We're gonna go to the beach and watch the hurricane next week. <laughs> like we don't care. Like we, hey, that's one thing down in South Carolina. It's like they, they'll they'll get you off of work. Yeah, they might not pay you for it, <laughs> but they'll get you off of work. Yeah. So you uh you've always that's Boston's your home. Like since you were little and you grew up. Always, always in Boston. Always, never been anywhere else. I was just like, I need something different. I've always wanted something different. And I thought when I went to college, I was going to go to Miami and go to school. Because mm-hmm. I was going to do like hotel, I think it was hotel, hospitality management, something in Miami. It didn't happen. I stayed in Boston. So I think since then, I was always like kind of pissed at myself. Like, oh, you should have went, you should have went. Mm-hmm. But then after like years went by, I said, well, maybe it didn't happen for a reason. And then when I finally came down here and things start happening for me, I'm like, okay, this is when I was supposed to move. This mm. is where I was supposed to move. You yeah, know? yeah. So. Uh, mm, I, that's a tough one because it's always like that. It's like, you know, you you regret something, but then it's like, then something happens and you're just like, well, I, I look at it like that too. I just wish you could, sometimes you wish you could see it beforehand, you know, be yeah. like, uh, everything... Because when you're in it, you can't. You're just like, man, all this shit sucks. You're just yeah. feeling down. And then, like, the, that next thing comes. And then you get your, you feel like this might be fruitful. And this is, like, this is yeah. something that's, like, inspiring me and getting me going. Like, I, I needed it. So, yeah, you need that change sometimes. And and you you need that just yeah. uh, resurgence in your life. You yeah, know just a mean? fresh start. To yeah. break away from like all the old stuff and anything that's like been weighing you down, it's hard to break away from it when you're sitting in it still. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in the same place, around the same people, around the same situation. So yeah. it's hard to get out of it. But when you go someplace new, you're like, okay, I can, I can start over. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that, that you're definitely they. You are who you hang around. You are. You know what I mean? Like it's not. we were talking about this before but it's like you you don't want to be the you don't ever really want to be the smartest person in the room if you can help it and you don't ever want to be the most ambitious person in the room if you can help it you don't ever want to be the most honest person in the room if you can help it like you always want to be around somebody that can like cultivate your good qualities instead of accentuate your bad qualities you know what i'm saying because that's what we run into a lot of times is you get into 
in with a certain person or group or feeling and then like it accentuates the parts of you that aren't gonna that are detrimental to you you know what i mean whether it's like uh drugs or alcohol or lying or just uh toxicity like we're just gonna sit around gossip and then like if you get around somebody like that and you're just like we just sit here and gossip then you don't ever grow and then if you get around people that are just like we're gonna sit here and talk about like how we can how we can market yeah. this or how we can strategize this way or how we can, you know what I mean? And then, then you're yeah. like, oh, now I'm growing. So it always yeah. feels good when you find it, find that uh, thing in it. Are your, um, uh, like, how'd y'all end up in Boston? So I should say, because, you know, like, I, I know I ended up in Charleston because uh, my dad's dad was in the Navy and he got stationed in Charleston. Mm-hmm. And then so my dad met my mom, which... My granny was a gypsy, mm-hmm. and they traveled, and then they they moved down here. Yeah. And that's how they met. Is your parents from Boston as well? or My mom's originally from Boston, always lived there until we came down here. She came with me. Um, whole family's always been from Boston. I think, like, way back in the day, I think her grandfather was from Virginia, and then um, went up into Boston, and then that's how he met, like, her grandmother, because she was from, like, South Boston, whatever. So that's how they started. <laughs> and then my dad, he's from Honduras. So I think he moved from Honduras to Boston. At, I don't know if he was 17 or 18 when he came. And then um, I think they met somewhere in downtown. I think they both worked downtown, and, like, that's how they met, ended up meeting each other. Okay. Yeah. So, like, is your dad wild as fuck, or...? I don't mean to. That man. Sorry. That's no, a, no, because no. You you're not wrong. When you said Honduras, <laughs> I only like I know a few dudes from Honduras, but there was one that I used to work with, and they called him Hondura, and <laughs> this dude was one of the wildest people I've ever met. But he was. Nah. I'm sure your pops might have been more. This dude was like straight out of Honduras he, yesterday. He was wild in other ways, not okay. like you know, not just he. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, man. Okay, we ain't gotta get, we ain't gotta get into that. <laughs> no, no, no. So, the, so he came from Honduras, and then your mom always lived in Boston. Yeah. So you grew up in Boston. So, yeah. um, you know, like, I've, I, I don't know, like, I, I, what I, what I loved about Boston all the time, and I've always wanted to know is like, how was it like growing up there and feeling like. Having, cause I don't know how it feels to like have those sports teams and that history yeah. and like that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. that's the biggest thing that I hate down here. Cause I'm so like I grew up playing sports. I love sports. I got I always have sport. I got sports hanging on my wall. I watch. Mm-hmm. Like you, you catch me, dude. I'm watching like cricket. People yeah. playing cricket <laughs> in India, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. like, I don't even know how that shit scored. Yeah. But I just like competition, and I like that feeling. And, yeah. like, down here, we do not, especially, only South Carolina, not the whole South, but South yeah. Carolina has, like, all we have is Clemson and Carolina, and that's yeah. not, that like, was... how does it feel having the Celtics or... So it was amazing <coughs> because what, we have, um, like, you know, the Patriots and Patriots. stuff like that. Like... We have the best teams, and I feel like we are the best and worst fans because, like, we're just, <laughs> like, we riding yeah. for our teams, you know. So, that was another thing when I came down here. I was like, oh, we should go to a football game. We should go, like, where's y'all's team? Not really thinking about anything because I just watched a YouTube video. Like, I'm just going to come down here. It looks nice. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, like, we had the Patriots. So, like, what's your team? They're like, 
Panthers, maybe, kind of. Like, that's, that's no, it. That, we ain't no Panthers. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, but, like, we can't go to one. They're, like, not here. And I, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have moved. Right. <laughs> I really was, like, reconsidering <clears throat> being here. Because I'm like, okay, well, the basketball teams, they're, like, college. Like, I'm like, no, no, man. No, like. Where are the Celtics? Yeah, like, who, where are who did they? the Celtics play? That's what I'm saying, yeah, like, right? Nobody but it in was, here. But growing up like that, it was just like you're born in Boston. It's like you like the Celtics, you like the Patriots, the Bruins, the Red Sox. Like that's it, you know. Mm. So it's and my brother, he's a fucking Yankees fan. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't. <coughs> I have a friend that's a Yankees fan too. She's gonna know I'm talking about her. I can't stand it. I'm just like, why? Like for what? But it's also it's great to have that kind of rivalry because when you're at games and stuff like that, like it's all fun too. Like it's really yeah, exciting, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, some people take it too far, but for the most yeah, part, it's definitely it's that's what's it makes it makes a community. It, it's like it makes the community yeah. in ways too. Like that's what I wish. That's what I say a lot of times, and I don't think I don't think I can articulate it properly. But I tell people like uh, the music scene down here is like so spread out Mm -hmm. that like we don't we just down here we don't really have like that one thing to get behind you know like the celtics like when when the celtics are in the finals you know what i mean like it's everyone is chilling everyone is having you know what i mean it's not like everyone comes together and they're like fuck you tomorrow right i I might not like you tomorrow (laughs) but tonight we're high-fiving like the celtics are playing like we're in the finals and like we don't have that down here you know so uh, (laughs) yeah i wish we did it does really suck so so um getting uh getting into like your business we can lead up to it more Mm -hmm. because you said you're from boston i know we went on tangent because i'm just so like i'm intrigued by boston i always (laughs) have been like i i love the 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 accents even though they're it's like to me it's mark Wahlberg or something you know what i'm saying but but you don't have that accent so i know that like and and i don't have like the typical south carolinian accent either so you can be in the middle yeah it's definitely my grandfather definitely has it my grandmother had it like you know i feel like the older people in my family have it and then like me and my cousins like we really don't Mm. I feel like when we get pissed off, we do, <laughs> but yeah, it's not, yeah. you know, you can do it. If yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like you can do it. That's same with me. Like if, if I want to, you mm-hmm. know, talk, <laughs> I'm about to do it, but I ain't yeah. going to do it. If I want to talk <laughs> Southern, I can talk, I can talk like the country folks that like that are in my family and around, but it's, yeah. but yeah, I, I just thought like, you know, when you're from outside, you think Boston's all that, but so yeah. you, uh, so did you did you go to school for what you're currently doing? Like in Boston, did you go to college? Did you? Yes. Yeah. In a way, I kind of went to school for what I'm doing, but not really. Um, I went to UMass Boston. No, UMass Lowell first, and I thought I was gonna be a doctor. And then I was like failing my bio class. I said, "Yo, I hate this." <laughs> like every, we started out with I think like a hundred and something kids. And then by the time I think the final was coming or whatever, like more than half the class was gone. They was just mm. like, this is not for me. So um, I transferred over to um, business management like everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, then I ended up leaving UMass Lowell because I just like, I was like, yeah, I couldn't. It was just like other personal stuff going on. I was like, I need to go home. Like, I can't be here. It's just, you know, I originally didn't want to go to that school. I wanted to go to UMass Amherst. 
And um, I found out I got accepted there, I think, a week into being at UMass Lowell, and I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah, I was so mad. But I was like, you know what? Everything happens for a reason, whatever. So I left there. I think it was like February of like 2008 or 2009 or something like that. And then I ended up going to UMass Boston and finishing my business management there. Then I worked for a little while. And then I ended up... Um, signing on to Southern New Hampshire University online. And I was like, I want my master's. So I ended up doing that and then finishing that halfway through COVID. And after that, I'm just like, well, what's going to happen? You know, we're all furloughed. I don't ever want to be in this position where someone could be like, okay, well, I'm sorry, we got to let you go. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to be in that position. At least if I lose work, it's because of me or, or something like that. I don't want anyone to have my, you know, my future, my career in their hands. So, um, as soon as I finished my master's after like struggling with that and be like, Oh my God, this assignment, like having a friggin' mental breakdown, writing a 30 page paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, do it at midnight and it's like 10 PM. And, um, I would still do it and get an A don't ask me how, but, um, you know, after that, I'm like, okay, well I seen this virtual assistant course, you know, I never knew what to call what I wanted to do. I'm like, I always work at the front desk. I'm good at admin. I want to do it from home, but I don't know what to call it. Right. So I found that. Ended up taking that course the month after I finished my master's. Finished that, I think, two months later. Started my business a month later and then had my first client a month after that. Nice. I think. So that's what really got me to do it because I took it and it taught you like a whole bunch of different things you could do. You know, even if you didn't like all the topics that were in the course, it's like at least you get to see everything. Right. And you get to learn what you like. So then after that, I was like, okay, I could really do this because I'm not like I'm not trying to go back. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, no, never, yeah. never that. Uh, it's it's interesting because, like, you were saying, like, when you got into the course, it, to me, it felt like when you got into a course that allowed you to see what you were doing and, like, because it, that's that's one of my gripes with, like, and, and I'm not, like, this is total just me talking, but, like, with a doc, like, trying to be a doctor, it's all like schooling and I know they do like mm-hmm. clinical trials later and you learn all the stuff, but it's almost like we might be shunning the best doctors ever that just didn't like, like, uh, like my wife, she's a very like hands-on learner, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's a lot of people that are just like, if, if I can do it, then, then I can learn it. You yeah, know what I mean? If exactly. I can watch you and I can go, and I'm not saying like just let somebody open, Girl, like do uh, surgery. open heart surgery, <laughs> but it's just like some people don't, you know what I mean? Not saying you, I'm just saying yeah. like, th- it, I hate that like our education system is just so like uh, black and white. It's like there's no room for creativity and for yeah. like creative thought. You know? Yeah. That's just... why I was struggling in school all the time because. The teacher would talk about like talk about history, and I'm like, I'm like giving another side, and they're like, no, this is the side, or they're they're talking about anything, math, whatever. Like I'm always like, well, we could look at it this way, and it was always just like, yeah. no, but there's like a curriculum, yeah. You know I mean? And then <laughs> and there's some teachers too that I know they can't stand that because they do want to teach like you know like let me just teach my way. They also want to be creative, mm. but sometimes it's like no, you have this curriculum, and it's like this their job, and it's like. You know, I need my job. So yeah. just read the damn book, Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just read chapter Please. one, two, and three, yeah. and just do the, the homework at the end. You know, but it it is 
tough. And I do feel like for school, I wish there was more creativity, like you said. But it's just like everything's a benchmark. Yeah. Everything. You got to make it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pass boom, like. You got to do this. Yeah. Different thresholds and all that. All yeah. that stuff. It's like you got to pass these, you know, state exam or school exams. We used to have the MCAS. I don't think they have it anymore in Massachusetts. But um, that was like the thing, like the whole school year, you know, when you're in high school, you know, you take the stats when you're in, you know, I think it was middle school, whatever you take the MCAS. And if you didn't get a certain benchmark, like you felt like an idiot. Right. And it's just like, oh, my God, I missed it by two points. (laughs) And sometimes you would get scholarships for um, the stats or whatever. SATs, SATs. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think I missed it by a few points because if you got a certain level, they would give you a certain scholarship. And I missed it. And then there were people that would be failing class all the time, showing up late, didn't really care, would like cheat on the test. And they're like, oh, I got the scholarship. And I'm like, you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, yeah. I really could have used that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? that, that definitely is like yeah. a punch in the stomach when yeah. it's like, I, I always hated that because you, you know, when you have integrity, yeah, you know what I mean? And you're just like, and it's not, I don't think it's just that. It's just like, it's not just integrity. It's like some people just have that like undying will to learn you know what I yeah mean? like that that's kind of how i am that's that's why i want to have you on because like i said like i i heard about the business you're running and all that and i'm just like i, I want to know like i want to know what she does because it sounds interesting you know what i right. mean like you talk to most people and you're like what do you do i i me uh i do countertops right. or i paint or i do drywall or i do this like and those are admirable Perfect. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do to make your money, like do you, boo boo. Right, right. <laughs> but but I'm intrigued when I hear something that I'm just like don't fully understand, and I'm like, uh, you know, that's cool to me. It's like, yeah. what what exactly are you doing? Like how are, especially when it seems like you're genuinely helping people, which you know what I mean, uh, helping them run their businesses or helping them grow or helping them do things. You know what I mean? That yeah. that that are hard to do. So like me as a business owner, especially, I'm just like. How, the hell, how can my stuff be easier you know yeah. what I mean and, and what, what, what she got going on so like when you have a client mm-hmm. uh, what what are your type of clients like what are you helping them with in your business so for me whenever I you know speak with a potential client I'm always like okay think about your business think about what you do every single day what do you hate <laughs> like yeah. what gives you the problem that's a good way to start what do you hate okay and then i tell them to do um i'll call it like a brain dump or whatever i'm like write down everything you do then look at that list and then take off that list only the things that you are able to do because you're the ceo you run things like no one else can abs- mm. you know no one else can do it you have to do it then look at the rest of it and say you know okay can anybody else in my business do anything on this list that, you know, Michael has to do this. Dominique can't do it. Okay. Whatever's left left over. I'm just like, bring it to me. Let me look at it and say, I could do this, 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 you know? Yeah. And if I don't know something, I'm like, you know what? Give me a day or two. I'll figure it out. Mm. There's been so many times where I'm just like, I've never used this system, but I will sure enough go in there and make a free trial and I'll be in there like, Oh yeah, you could do this. Did you know you could do that? And they're like, no, I've had yeah. it for like three years. I didn't know, <laughs> you know, So it's just, um, that's how I start out with them. And I I have all different types of clients because at first I was like, you know, I'm going to do social media. That's it. And then, like I said, my thing has always been, you know, front desk, admin, all that stuff. 
So then I ended up working, I worked for a couple of therapists and I do like the scheduling, you know, customer service, all that stuff. And then, um, a quilt owner upload her products for her on her website. And I was like, oh, I never thought like, it's pretty cool. Like I never thought I would right. be doing that for someone. And the person fixed typewriters, typewriters. And I'm just like, this is kind of cool. You know, everyone's a little different because I'll get bored doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. But everyone's different. They have their own personality. They have their own problems. Mm-hmm. And then I I also, I like learning. So I get to learn along the way. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I've never. Sounds like know, my dream job. Yeah. Honestly. I'm just like, I've <laughs> never done this before. So this is cool. And, you know, I made someone a website. I've never made a website before. Yeah. I said, girl, let me figure it out. And I, I did it. And she loved it. Yeah. She was like, this is great. This is amazing. Like, you know, like, I don't know what I would have done if you didn't help me. And I'm just like, wow, like, I could really do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I really no, can. You sound like me because, like I said, I've been, like, taking photographs from people. I'm not a photographer. editing them up. And I've been doing a podcast. I- I've always known how to record vocals and mix those right. down because I rap. But at the cameras and stuff, like, I've been trying to getting better with the cameras, editing all that myself. You know what I mean? Getting my boy foolish to help me shoot him and everybody that's been helping out like i did it by myself like Mm -hmm. nothing's done by yourself like you said you got your clients you got your people Mm -hmm. but you know um you definitely have to have solid support but it is fun learning like how to edit or how to do this or you know pictures and stuff like that and minor video editing like i'm not gonna act like i'm just a complete novice because yeah i've been tinkering with it since I've been, because I rap, so yeah. before I had, like, people to pay to do it for me, I was doing it all myself, but, so I do have some experience in all the aspects, but it is fun to learn new things, and, like, uh, what you were talking about with your clients and everything, you know, like, the, meeting new people and doing new things and being able to, like, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out on the fly is like what makes things great. You know what I mean? And what makes you gain more clients. And, uh, sounds like to me that you care a lot about the people that you're working for and what you're doing. And like what I really, what I really like, because honestly I was looking earlier and I, and like stuff pops up on my feed or whatever, or people, it was on Facebook. One of my buddies was like, yeah, they're hiring somewhere for something. And it was, uh, it was, um, like lean man lean manufacturing mm-hmm. so it was like uh basically you look at a system mm-hmm. in a in a plant or an industry or what you're doing mm-hmm. and you figure out where you can it's lean you figure right. out where you can trim fat not in uh people but mm-hmm. in the production line you right. know or what you're doing you know it's like you look at you look at a system and you're like, why is he doing this mm-hmm. when this guy's already doing this and he could just do that too, and then boom, like this guy can do this other thing and now we've killed like four birds with one stone instead of, you know, just two. You right. know what I mean? It's like y'all were killing two birds with one stone, but now we're killing four because right. this dude's, you know, we got two dudes throwing a stone. Yeah, you know no birds I mean? were hurt in the no. making of this video. <laughs> Bird. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so like that's kind of kind of the approach you take is like people come to you and you look at their business and you're like, how can I alleviate the things that you shouldn't really be doing? Right. And and uh, and how can I help the people that are doing things do them do them better or more efficiently? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. sometimes it takes like another set of eyes to 
look at everything because mm. you could go, no, I've, I've thought of everything. And I'm like, well, no, you can do this, this, and this. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't I think can. about that. You know, but it is, I, and I love when people are so happy or I get like, you know, texts or emails from clients and like, girl, you can never leave me. Don't ever leave me. You know, I, I don't know what I would have did today without you or thank mm. you for calling this person. Like I've been trying to get like, you know, this balance on an invoice for a year and you got it in a week of me giving it to you, <laughs> you know. I'm yeah. like, I don't play. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I do my <laughs> <You> thing. <know? laughs> That's right. So, what are your goals for your business? Like, um, cause I I love everything you're saying and how um how many clients theoretically you think you can take on before you like? Are you trying to expand and grow? Are you gonna need? Are you trying to train other others to? come in and be part of your business that's helping these businesses or do you have like you want to have like a hundred clients that you help specifically by yourself or what i think um my goal right now is that i i would like more clients but i'm actually i'm shifting from a virtual assistant to an online business manager so that will be like project management team management more of the bigger picture right so more of like saying you're the CEO, you have your team and you're just like, I don't know, this one keeps dropping the ball. I feel like this could be streamlined, but I really don't know, but I don't have the time. I have to do the marketing. Like, I don't know. And that's where I would come in and just, you know, be, you know, not in control of the team, but be like your other set of eyes, you know, like I said, and just seeing what's going on and going, no, well, if you guys do it this way, you know, this can happen or just getting the cliff notes from meetings because you have more important things to do by connecting with other people. And I can bring you what I've learned. So that's when I'm kind of transitioning over to um, in the next couple of months, hopefully, and just getting more clients like that um, and hopefully having less clients, but, you know, getting paid more, you know, because that's the goal. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Think I harder, think, work smarter. Right. Yeah. But I do think eventually I would love to be able to go back to offering VA services, but when I can actually hire people and teach them how to do what I do. So I would love to do that. And I was also thinking about eventually um, having my own like co-working space. So like on, you know, online co-working is like a big thing. So mm-hmm. I've met like some of my closest friends through co-working. We've never met in person, but you know, they're in, you know, Washington state, they're in Florida, Alabama, you know, but we've been like getting on these meetings. Um, we'll do weekly meetings and it'll be like an hour and a half long work for 30 minutes, 10 minutes of just shooting the shit, talking shit, like how the kids doing, you know, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But it's like an accountability thing every week. So if you're like last week, you say, oh, by next week, I need to have this, you know, this podcast up. It's been giving me an issue. They'll get on there like, so, Michael, did you do it? (laughs) You know, you're just like, damn. They're like, well, pull it up and you're going to do that. That's what you're doing for the next 30 minutes. And then on our break, let us know where you're at. So it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, I need that. Right, but they actually have co-working spaces where you can meet in person, and um, they actually have them like in other countries, certain websites where you can go and, you know, stay. It's like a hostel type situation, but you have internet, cafe, and it's built for remote workers. So I would love to create something like that where people can come and, you know, you have a gym, you have a cafe, you just want internet and like space or you need a private area to have a meeting or something like that. Mm. That's like years and years from now, but that's something that would love. Right. To do. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. So it sounds like you like, that's the best thing to have is big goals, you know, mm-hmm. but just in the short time talking to you tonight, like I could tell that you're very, um, 
you know, there's there's big goals and then there's goals in between. Mm-hmm. And you you make sure you. I think a lot of people like get put the horse before the carriage. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they get ahead of themselves and they they try to they want to hit that big goal first. And it's just like man, and like you said, like uh, whenever whenever you meet different people or or you don't go exactly to the school you want to go to or you move to some yeah. random place <laughs> it's like you never know like if you if you would have skipped all that then you you wouldn't have gained the knowledge and experience and the love and passion yeah exactly in between so yeah but um do you have like dreams of like i i feel like you're 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 so passionate about this that you want to affect your world or or people's worlds with what you're doing so is that is that another like part of the goal is to maybe help help out your friends or your yeah. family or you you know what i mean or you 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 want to be able to look out for your mom or or you or whoever you know is that is that part of the dream as well yeah that's definitely something that i've always thought about is you know doing work like this i'm you know i have location freedom eventually would like to have financial freedom because I'm creating my rates. I'm choosing who I want to work with and, you know, spend my energy with, you know, cause you know how you work for a company and you're just like, Oh, this person came in, they were an asshole to me, but the customer's always right. So I have to freaking smile. And it's, I could be like, you know what? I'm ending our contract because you don't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. just be done. Yeah. So like, I love that I have that freedom to yeah, do that's that. That's a great freedom. To have. But I also, I do want to help other people cause I do think about my friends and I, I still think about people that I worked with at the front desk and I'm like, Oh, so-and-so would really like kill it as like an ops person yeah. or this person. Like if she was in charge of like, you know, customer success or something like she would be it. And they don't know. I think this way, they don't know who they are, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I always think of that. And I'm like, you know, if I can make it bigger, I could bring this one in and then she can have freedom to do whatever. And then, you know, she can have this ray and she doesn't have to do that anymore. So I think of all that stuff all the time. And I also like would eventually like to teach people how to be, be a VA, just like I learned from someone else. I would love to teach other people yeah, and just be real with it too. Like, don't think you're just going to do this. And then, oh, I'm going to make there's people on the internet I made 10 K a month and I started a month ago and I'm just like, yeah, but they're not telling you they're spending $9,000 to get those people like in ads. You know what I mean? Like that's an exaggeration, but like some people won't tell you that. Right. So I would like to be able to tell them like, you know, you can do this, but it does take time and it does, you know, sometimes you're going to be pissed. You're going to be like, why did this person leave? Why are they in the contract? And people will do that because their business isn't doing well. Right. They can't afford you. It's not your, you know, it's nothing you did. You know, so it's just I would love to teach more people about it and just help people find what they're passionate about and what they're what they love. And I'm like, okay, well, let's figure out how to do it from anywhere. Yeah, let's figure that out and how to do it effectively and efficiently. And if you want to make a living off of it, then let's figure that out. So that's 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 dope, because that's why I said like when I because, you know, we've we've hung out and been around each other with, the you know, Marcus coming around mm-hmm. and we've been chilling and and I've been around you a few a handful of times five six ten mm-hmm. times somewhere in there you know but every time it's just like I could always tell like you you have like a mission and like mm-hmm. I don't know man you can you can you can catch a person's vibe and like and and Marcus is like that too like when I talk with him you know what I mean shout out shout yeah. out Marcus but <laughs> when I talk to him I'm you know it's like it's it's certain people are like goal oriented and they they really want to like figure out like or or su- supportive too because it's like I I can sense that in you like you see people that and you're just like 
don't stop. Keep mm-hmm. doing it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it till they hate it. Do it till yeah, they they're yeah. mad. Do it. Just keep doing it. You know what I mean? And and like you always get out that vibe. So I was like, I gotta have her on the pod because I know that you know you have your business going on and all that, and I could see that you're trying to like build something and grow and yeah. you know what I mean. And you didn't want to talk about the traumas, but I guess like <laughs> I. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. if you have trauma, but oh hell yeah, but man, everyone got everyone trauma. has trauma. But everybody but I I feel like people with trauma for whatever reason cross paths, and they help each other like fix not fix them because you can't fix it. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like let them know that like hey we, we yeah we've been through some shit, but we gonna keep going. We gonna keep moving. Like that doesn't define us. That's why I said like uh, a couple podcasts ago I had a dude on and. Um, I I was telling him, I was just like, you know, the worst way that trauma can affect you is if you let it become you, you know what I mean? It's like when you let things dictate, and I even was like in jest, I was like, uh, you know, like, uh, your, your ancestry or your, um, Mm -hmm. astrology or like all those things, your trauma, all those things might be. A part of you, and they might affect you in some type of way, but don't ever let it become you. Don't let yeah. it. Don't don't start uh, adapting and and taking on the. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't take on the uh, the characteristics the of characteristics your trauma. of that trauma. Yeah. The symptoms. That's what I was looking. For. I was looking for symptoms, but characteristics characteristics is great too. Symptoms of that trauma, like don't you know, like when they say like. You had a bad childhood, so you treat your kids bad. Like you, it's breaking sense. the cycle essentially. Yeah, you know it just I mean? it don't make any sense. And like for me, with like with you know my trauma, my issues, whatever with family or whatever, it kind of made me, it made me not trust people, of course, and made me always think if I want to get something done, I got to do it my damn self because I can't trust anybody to do it. Right. And just don't waste your time trying to count on people to, to be there for you the way you are for them. And I had to learn how to break that thinking because there are some people that are genuinely like, I'm trying to help you, girl. Mm. Like, and they really are trying to do yeah. it. They're like, you need to stop. Like, you're over here stressing out. You're whatever. I told you. I got you. Let me do it, Marcus. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, he'll get on me for that. Like, you know, just like, let let me right. yeah, do it yeah, you know yeah, but yeah. It, it is hard but i think that fueled me in my business where i'm just like you know with the whole covid thing you know we got you know let people go which it happened everywhere and i'm just like yeah no one else is gonna be in control i'm gonna do it my damn self i'm gonna just i'm gonna be good i'll be all right so yeah. that's why i just keep you know going that's that's dope though it, it is hard like i, I will attest to that because i'm a man you know yeah. like it is hard <laughs> as a man like we're like problem solvers so uh i was listening to something or read or read this book i I don't remember if i listened to it or read it but it was just like men don't know if it's like i I learned this from the book i was Mm -hmm. like when my when me and my wife talk when she calls me like after work and she's saying something to me Mm -hmm. i'm like are we, am I listening or am I solving? Because I'm like, I don't remember where I heard that, but that that shit stuck with me because I didn't really realize it until then, you know, because when she would call me or something, I'm like, she'd be like, my job's pissed me off. I'm like, quit the fucking job. She's like, but no, like, I'm like, well, okay, well then don't quit the job. Like, 
tell him you want this, like whatever the case may be. And she's just like, no, no, no. Like, I just want you to listen. Just, yeah. just like, let me get this shit out. And then when I'm done, everything will be good. But as men, we're always just like, you know, you're like, this dude, this dude bumped into me at the store. And we're like, all right, we're in the car. We're coming to fuck him up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's like, like, whoa, you're whoa. You're like, no, no, no. It's cool. <laughs> like, he apologized, but it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And you're like, yeah. I'm still coming to fuck him up. Like, I just, I just know how to solve the problem. That's all I yeah. know how to do. And like, and not that women don't know how to solve problems, but they like to like talk through them and stuff like yeah. that. So it took me a minute for that. So, but that's another uh, segue into what I was going to say, like, because um, I was talking about how you, like, care for others and all that. But I also, you know, I wanted to have you on because my, my demographic, I ain't stupid, is mainly men. And I yeah. definitely wanted to have a strong, independent woman that's mm-hmm. out there doing her thing. And, like, do do you take pride in that for sure? And or you don't really think about it. You're just like doing your thing business wise. Or do you want? Do or do you have any reservations about it in in any sense? Do you want to help other women? I do. I definitely want to help other women. Like yeah. that, that's just it. Uh, <laughs> but well, I definitely am. Yeah, I, I I'm not trying you know? to like no, push no. you into saying it. I'm just I just feel no, like seriously though. Yeah, I just feel like that's what mainly attracted me to you to have you on the pod like yeah. I, not attracted me market, Calm down, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, th- that's, yeah that that was one of the main things is because i don't want my pod to just be some dudes mansplaining <laughs> everything all the time and talking about their shit like i yeah. definitely wanted to have some strong independent women that are about their business and yeah. like um so i, I yeah that that yeah. i definitely wanted to have you on to to speak your truth and if there are other women like if there was a if there's other women like you that are feeling like they shouldn't take that move or they shouldn't take that leap like what would you say to them like let's just go there instead of like me just complimenting you to death you, know <laughs> I mean, I mean? you can keep going or trying to use you to get more audience <laughs> like I, 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 no matter what i say I'm michael's great guys yeah. watch his podcast yeah. watch Water my pod. podcast i love women especially strong Feminist. independent black women you know what i mean like no, no it's not about that it's um for other women that would want to do it i would just say fucking do it because of my experience i would always go, oh, maybe I should, and then not, and then not, and then I did it, like, 10 years later. Right. You know, and then even now, I'm like, I wish, because I thought this way in college, I said, I wish I would have just, like, went out on a limb and did it, especially in college. You know, I'm in school learning the business thing, and I could have had that going. I was broken damn college like everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I could have graduated and already had a career. Yeah. Instead of, you know, no, I got to do this and then go work here and do whatever. It's, you just have to do it. And it's when you're the most scared, that's when you just need to do it. I'm scared every time I take a chance. I'm always like, what the hell am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? And then it turns out well. Sometimes you are going to fail and it's fine. You can just learn from that. The failure doesn't mean the door is shut and you just, you're terrible. That's not what it means. It's just like you fall down, you pick up the lesson and keep it moving. So yeah, that's what you have to do. And it's like, I also, and like, don't get it twisted. I struggle with this too. There's sometimes where things happen and I'm just like, oh my God, like, I don't know how I can move on from this. I don't know how I can, like, what do I do now? And, you know, after a while, I'll just look, no, like, you've been through X, Y, Z already. Like, stop acting like you can't get through this either. Yeah, so just take that, take 
that's great advice though take that leap of faith and you're 100 percent correct with the when you feel the most uncomfortable that's when you're leaving your comfort zone and that's where you find new things like you don't find anything new not that things in your comfort zone are bad like there are great things that's why you're comfortable there because good things you know it might be the love of your spouse or your mother or your kids or you like that that's comfortable but you need to have that kind of friction to to really ignite like it takes friction to ignite a spark you know to make a fire you rub two sticks together like that's what you need you need that friction you know if the two sticks just laid there and felt comfortable yeah nothing (laughs) happens so we got yeah exactly and it, it it like uh it was funny when you were talking because it reminded me of uh this past weekend me and my daughter went with one of her good friends and one of my good friend's daughters, but we all went to his papa's house and mm-hmm. went swimming. And Haven never jumped off the diving board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the deep end. And but she had her her uh, swimmy yeah. on or whatever. She could swim, but she was so nervous about it. I was like, it's just like she jumps off and anywhere else on the side of the pool, but the diving board is like this much higher. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, dude. It was like ten. 10 15 minutes of me sitting down there in a pool float like come on you could do it you could do it you could jump off you could jump off and she's like no she's like going through mm-hmm. everything and and like and she's at the edge her toes are white from just pushing <laughs> yeah. down so hard and she's shaking and she's like i can't i can't i can't she would count to three like i'm gonna go on three and then mm-hmm. she wouldn't go and we went through like 27 count to threes but then, like I was telling her, and to tie it back into your story, is like that that leap of faith, like it feels just so unnatural and so uncomfortable, and you're just like, I, th- everything's gonna go bad, everything's gonna go bad, you know. And people might be around you telling you, like, just do it, like you're yeah. great at speaking, you're great at managing, yeah. you're great at this, you're great at that, and you're just like, no, no, yeah. no. And everybody's telling like, once you do, you're gonna feel so great. And that's exactly what I'm telling her. I'm like, as soon as you jump, you're gonna not stop jumping. You're gonna yeah. love this diving board. You're gonna be doing front flips. Like it's just, yeah. it's just jumping. And she couldn't do it, but then she finally did it. And once she did, she just. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I I just thought that was a great analogy because it made me think just, like, that's how how scary it can be sometimes to really go out and and put... I think a lot of times people, especially, you know, especially me, uh, it's just so hard to put faith in even yourself sometimes because Mm -hmm. you've been let down by everyone else so much that Mm -hmm. you just, like, you're like... Unless I have complete control of it, and when you do things like that, you really don't. Yeah. When you apply for a job or when you go yeah. into business, like you you have most of the control, but there's always like how people feel about you or the clients or the market or the this or the that. You know what I'm saying? So like, unless I can com- completely control it, I have zero, like zero faith. You know what I yeah. mean? And that's the hard part is like getting that trust yeah. in yourself, and sometimes too in trust in others. Yeah, because you have to, like, sometimes you have to, like, let go and just, like, okay, let me let them in because, you know, they could really help me. I could really benefit from this. But it's hard to do that when you grow up that way and you're an adult trying to stop do you know, stop doing that, right. you know. But once you do, like, that's how you find your people. That's how you find your little tribe, your little, you know, 
whatever. And he's like, okay, this is kind of amazing. It's like, yeah, you don't need to let everybody in, but you can have your core people. And you're like, okay, these are the people. These are my people. These are my people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you plan on staying down here? I mean, yeah, for now. I mean, it's like, <laughs> if you act right, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I do. I definitely love it down here. Yeah. I definitely do. I do want to see other places, though. And I yeah. do want to travel around. But I know I would probably always come back here. I like traveling, here. too. I like to travel. Yeah. I've, I've been blessed to see a lot of places, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, and maybe I'm biased because I'm from Charleston and... But but at the same time, I'm one of Charleston's biggest critics. Like I yeah. sit here, like I I know, like we talked about, no basketball teams. Everything's <laughs> old. Like they don't want to update nothing. Like everything's just, you know what I mean. I'm yeah. like, I'm definitely. Uh, I've always felt more attracted to Atlanta, you know, because mm-hmm. that's like every more time city. I've been to Atlanta, that's like my pace, that's my vibe, and um, so. Charleston's always been slow paced for even me, even though I'm from yeah. here, because yeah, I've been to Atlanta, I've been to New York, I've been to Vegas, I've been to mm-hmm. Louisiana, New Orleans, like I've been all these places and I'm like, why the hell we can't, we ain't got to be that extreme, but we can yeah. be like, we can loosen up a little bit. Like, guys. Give me a little you know something, I mean? like even like, the transit system down here, man, listen. Like something, we can't uh, even, like they won't even give you them little electric scooters and shit downtown. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So, I'm like, why is the bus like one every hour? <laughs> like in Boston, be like every 15 minutes or every 20 minutes, unless it's snowing. Like then you know you're going to be standing, you know, in a snowbank waiting for like an hour. Like, right. you know what I mean? But I was just like, what about the, I was like, oh, what about the trains? And somebody was like, <laughs> like well, you want an Amtrak? Like the, the Amtrak, you to go back to Boston? What the Amtrak. About? I'm like, no, y'all don't have like a train that go to North Charleston? Like, no. no, you can get on the bus and that shit come every <laughs> three hours. <laughs> I hate it. But like up there, it's like I went to school getting on public transportation. You know, they had school buses, but we're like, fuck it, let's just get on the bus. It's right outside my house. Yeah. Get on the train, go downtown, go to school, go, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was used to just being able, like, I don't need a car i don't care because i can just get on everything yeah you know but here i'm like damn you really gotta like get a car (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gotta get a car well i think that's the difference though is out here it's like it's spread out yeah you know what i mean like if you was just if you lived in Charleston, you literally because everything you've probably noticed since you've been out here we're like i'm from Charleston, but i'm not I'm from Goose Creek or yeah. like people are Charleston is like all these places, you know, like, mm-hmm. but Charleston really Charleston is only like t- 10 miles wide. You yeah, know what I'm saying? People... If that, so like, <laughs> yeah. so it's not, it's nowhere near like living in Boston or Atlanta or New York because we have 4 million people in our whole state and Boston's probably like two million people just in boston yeah because even people will do that too like, i'm from boston and i'm like oh wait like where and they go springfield that's like 45 minutes an hour and a half away <laughs> yeah. like that's where six flags is like yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. you know there ain't no six flags like, in boston. that's a damn like that we, we used to go on field trips there like yeah. what are you talking about you're not from <laughs> you know you've been to boston you visited but <laughs> you know yeah, but it's like exactly. it's the same thing <laughs> But shit, I don't know. I feel like you picked the perfect state, especially like with the with the business you're running, because you don't necessarily have to be in that city or town or county to help the people mm-hmm. that you're trying to assist and give service to. So if I could work, if I could work remotely 
and do my research and do what I had to do to work and live in Boston or mm-hmm. New York or anywhere compared to Charleston. Like, what do you mean? It's 20 minutes from the beach. Yeah. The weather is like, when it's cold, it's like 40, 50. Right. When it's hot, it's like 90 and I could go out to the pool. Like, I would probably choose here too if I was having yeah. to work remotely. So yeah. It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's definitely a good, easy, flowing, good spot. So, um, What's the what's the name of your business, by the way? I don't think we got into that yet. Oh yeah. Well, it's... we can you know we about to wrap it up, but yeah, we'll tell uh, <laughs> tell them tell them how to get in touch with you and what the name of your business is, and of course I'll throw the logo on here. Yeah. And how to get in touch with you and how they can receive yes. your services. <laughs> uh, well, my business is called Creative Ambition Virtual Solutions, and you just add dot com on there. You can go on there and see my services, pricing. Um, you can also book a consult with me. A consultation is about 30 minutes, and it's free. You know, just to figure out if we're a good fit. Or, you know, just ask me some questions about what oh, I so do. so you don't take their money and then say we're... Hell no. Oh, don't call me no more. Oh, <laughs> hell no. No, there's some no, people... No, that's a, that's a proper way to do it. So yeah. you got to definitely get a Dom, Dominique, get her talk to her she can get you uh hooked up with a free uh consultation like she said 30 minutes and uh creative creative ambition virtual solutions creative ambition (laughs) virtual solutions we'll put the logo on there and we'll put the uh, website and uh how to get in contact with her uh like i always say think harder work smarter if you want it to grow just add water water boy Dominique Morgan, thank you so much. You're so thank gracious you for, for coming on. Thank you, Fab. Appreciate you. It's the water pot. Peace. Every day, every day.